are you doing for Christmas? How many of you have heard that question lately, the last uh, couple of weeks, been asked that question, what are you doing for Christmas? I feel like, yeah, you can raise your hand, it's okay. Yeah, how many of you heard that, right? Yeah. It's kind of been the, the go-to conversation starter, icebreaker uh, of our conversations, because as soon as we turned the page on Thanksgiving, all eyes were focused on Christmas, right? And it might have had a different form. Maybe somebody asked you, you know, are you, are you taking a vacation? How, how are you going to get a break? What's your family's tradition? Are you going to get to see family? But at the heart of it, they're asking, what will you do for Christmas? How did you answer? Did any of you say, I am going to stress out and freak out about everything that I have to do in such a short amount of time. Or, I'm going to cry uncontrollably at some point because this is the first, or the third, or the 15th Christmas where Grandpa won't be there. Or my dad. Or my sister. And I miss her. And I miss him. Or maybe you would answer and say, I'm going to fight with my family. Not because you want to, but because you know that it is somewhat inevitable personalities haven't changed christmas doesn't even change them and and so you know that the clash it's coming maybe you wanted to answer and say i just want to stay healthy get healthy feel good i'm tired of being sick or maybe I hope to survive everything that the world has thrown at me lately. Now, of course, y'all are way too polite to actually have answered that and said that to anybody who asked you, what are you going to do for Christmas? But maybe, maybe you felt it. And you felt those things. And Maybe you feel tired. How many of you feel tired coming here tonight? Maybe you're listening with ears that are struggling to pay attention. Maybe your eyes are a little droopy. Maybe your heart is heavy with burdens that you've felt over the past month. Because this world can be a very weary world. There can be that work that piles up on your desk that you just can't get through or, or the tasks that are on your list and it just keeps growing longer and longer, faster than you can check them off. Maybe you're tired of the family strife, the, the parenting struggles, all the challenges, all, all the difficulties that you face. And I think it's for that reason that we get excited about Christmas, right? When we plan our trips, we make the preparations, we, we buy the presents, we, we wrap the gifts. 
We bake the pies, we, we, we cook the food, we make the drinks, we enjoy the company, we, we get together with family, and, and we, we long, and we hope, and, and maybe even we pray that all of that will just somehow bring some peace and some joy, some laughter to our hearts. And I do too. I'm really excited. In a couple of days, I'm going to leave with my family, my wife, my kids. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to get on a tr- plane and we're going to fly up to Michigan and spend time with, with our family. And I hope that it is awesome. But how often don't those things leave us wanting just a little bit more? And maybe you have your doubts that Christmas can really help, can really make a difference in this weary world because, well, January 2023 is coming. And will anything be different? Won't the, the world still be broken? Won't the people around me still d- disappoint me because they don't live up to my expectations? Won't the pains and the hurts and the sorrows that I have, won't they still be there after Christmas? Can Christmas really make a difference? And the truth is that because this world is at times a very weary world, Something else has to come to lift that weariness. Something that comes before our plans and our vacations and the gifts that we give and and everything else that we bring to Christmas. Which is why I'm so excited to be before you tonight. So excited to be able to share with you good news. Good news that gives you a reason to rejoice at Christmas. Good news that gives you a reason to rejoice even when this world feels weary. When you feel tired and stressed and worn out. And we see that reason and the goodness of this news in the reaction and the response of people who lived centuries and millennia before us, but they too experienced a weary world. We see the reaction and response that they had to a historic event, the birth of a baby. And we heard Luke's recounting of that historic birth In the first 14 verses of chapter 2 of his book that he wrote about that baby. And then he focuses on shepherds. Keeping watch over their flocks. And an exhausted mother, Mary. Luke tells us how Mary and Joseph, they came to Bethlehem, they had their baby, they they laid that baby in, in that manger bed. And then those shepherds, whose eyes were probably a little bit tired, they were probably a little bit weary, trying to stay awake as they watched over their flocks, and then suddenly the night sky lit up, and they were wide awake. 
Their eyes mesmerized by the the holy radiance piercing the sky as those angels appeared and announced to them, a Savior has been born to you. This thing that happened might not have been known. It might have gone overlooked, but the angels got to announce how remarkable this thing is. It is no small thing. This history matters. This history changes your life because this history changed the world and so tonight i want to ask you a question not what are you going to be doing for christmas but what did the shepherds do and what did mary do and why this is what the shepherds did luke tells us they turned to one another and they said let's go to Bethlehem. Let's see this thing that has happened. They in, went to investigate. They went to search it out and they found it all to be true. And then they went and they told others. And they, they hurried off and they found Mary and Joseph. They found this baby lying in the manger. And then it says, when they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had to- been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed. Can you imagine, like, the excitement that those shepherds had to go and tell others about their experience that night? To tell anybody they could, friends, family, whoever they met. Because that experience was so significant. Can you imagine how excited they would get every single year to tell their children and their grandchildren? Because this event had made an impact on their lives. It was deeply impactful. And think of the impact that it had on Mary. Do you think that Mary was a little tired? Long trip? And then you have a baby? Do you think she was exhausted? Do you think that maybe she was a little bit stressed? A little bit anxious, wondering if she was really up to the task of parenting? Not just parenting, but parenting the Son of God. And then those shepherds showed up. And they shared what had happened in their fields. The angels who had appeared, who delivered this message. And and their words, they assured Mary. And so what did Mary do? Mary treasured all these things. And she pondered them in her heart. She connected the dots of the message that the angel Gabriel had shared with her nine months earlier that she would give birth to a baby. And she realized just how significant it was. She more fully grasped the amazing thing, the humbling privilege and the honor that she had the weight and the magnitude of it all started to settle in. Do you think that anyone ever had a more profound, more significant Christmas than Mary? And so she treasured up all these events. She saw how valuable they were as she looked and she saw her baby lying in the manger, her Savior. She treasured that visit from the shepherds. She treasured every tender cry 
from her baby and she pondered it. She pondered the wonder and the marvel of this magnificent thing that God had done. And that's the real question, right? What did God do for Christmas? God orchestrated the arrival of a Savior for this weary world. This world that had long lived in sin and error pining, God orchestrated the salvation of all. He changed everything. That's what Mary was able to ponder because it is sin that is behind all of our weariness. Hearts that are separated from God and His holiness. Human hearts that are selfish in their actions and that are only concerned about my happiness and my joy, except that when we all live that way, then is there any wonder that there's pain and hurt and sadness in this world. Our errors, our sins had separated us from God eternally. And yet God treasured you. God saw value in you and in your soul. God pondered how he could make sure that you would dwell with him forever in eternity. And he sent his son. He kept his promise. That's what God was doing at Christmas, keeping his promise from long ago. This baby lying in the manger is the one who takes away the weariness of this world. This baby lying in the manger is one who calls you to give him your stress. Give him your guilt, your fears, your pains, your sadness, because he will carry that all to the cross. And he will willingly give up his life for you. What a marvelous wonder it is that Jesus... God Almighty, that he chose to become the tiniest of humans. To be under the care of the newest of mothers in the humblest of circumstances. But that's the truth that you can ponder tonight and the truth that gives you a reason to rejoice. The shepherds and Mary, they had plenty of earthly difficulties. Plenty of things that they could have focused on, the ways that they had been wronged, the difficulty and challenge that would be before them in their life. But instead of focusing on that, instead of pondering on that, they pondered this good news that a Savior had been born to them. That God had done everything just as He said. You know, those shepherds' lives. It would continue. It wouldn't change too much. We're told that the, the shepherds returned. Well, what did they return to? They returned to the same fields, the same sheep, the same friends, the same family, the same lives, the same routine, the same job. Everything was the same except that everything was now different. Because they knew of God's incredible love. 
And so they glorified and praised God for all the things that they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Mary's life wouldn't be problem-free or perfect after this either. But she treasured the profound impact that this night had because it was, again, just as God had said. And that's what's been told you tonight. The joy of a Savior being born for you. Good news of great joy for you. A Savior for you. Peace has come to you. God's favor is on you. No matter who you are. No matter how stressed or worried or anxious or fearful or hurt or joyful or excited or depressed or angry or lonely, no matter what, no matter who you are, there is good news of great joy for you. No matter how weary this world no matter any of that, God's promises are just as he has said and they are for you. You are forgiven, you are saved, and you can ponder and treasure this good news because it is worth everything. It is the greatest treasure there is. And so I invite you to take a moment tonight to ponder that, to treasure this good news, to glorify and praise your God because of what he has done for you. So, what will you do for Christmas? Before we answer that question, let's ask a better question. What did God do at Christmas? God orchestrated your salvation. He planned out the perfect plan to save you, and he delivered on that plan. He kept his promise to send a Savior, and he has made it known to you. Hurry to see this thing that has happened. Hurry to see what your God has told you about, everything that is just as it has been said. Ponder and treasure this incredible miracle of the baby lying in the manger. Jesus is your reason for joy no matter what plans you've made for Christmas. And Jesus is your reason for joy, even if you haven't made any plans for Christmas. Treasure the grace that speaks you forgiven. And be amazed and wonder at your God who took on flesh, born as that baby to be your Savior. Praise and glorify God for all the things that you have heard, which are just as they have been told to you because a Savior has been born to you today. He is Christ the Lord.